Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's show. Before we get to our interview today, I would like to just remind you that we have the International Sacred Sexual Music Festival happening virtually live stream this year, April 16th, 17th, and 18th. I am going to be celebrating my birthday on the 17th of this Sacred Sexual Music Festival. We have over 20 plus sexuality experts, teachers, demonstrators, healing practitioners, and musicians that we we all can learn from and reflect on a new way to honor our life force energy. So the speakers, the dancers, the musicians from all around the world are really going to get us in touch with the essence of our sexuality. We're going to learn how to live with a new, more sacred sexual energy in times of the Me Too movement and the Harvey Weinstein era. We're going to learn about what different spiritual traditions teach about sexuality, how we can shift our culture to remember when our bodies were seen and known as sacred, why we live in a sex-phobic culture and how to step into a new attitude. We're also going to learn about our sexual life from the recent pandemic and social justice crisis. And we're also going to learn about the greater cosmological, planetary, and evolutionary cycles we are a part of. This is really going to be an amazing virtual festival. I do hope that you will join us. We have tickets for sale now. The link is in the show notes, but you can go to sacredsexualmusicfestival.com. All right, let's get to our guest today. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I have another guest who is actually a presenter at the Sacred Sexual Music Festival this year. And as you guys know, this festival is fast approaching. Uh, we just have a little bit of time left before we're actually good to go. The conference starts April 16th, 17th, and 18th. My guest today is actually a presenter on the 18th of April. And my guest today is Joseph Gabby. So when you hear the words mystic, spiritual teacher, or numerologist, Joseph may not fit the picture of what comes to mind. He's a former engineer, banker, and international sales manager. He's packed with degrees and certifications given only to people of science and logic, yet his true gift appears in areas less frequented by typical scientists. Joseph is known worldwide as a healer and a visionary. His unique approach to healing the pain of your past has been perfected from years of working with clients and training holistic practitioners. He's an expert numerologist, and he's going to be presenting numerology and sexuality at the conference this year, which is going to be interesting. And he's also doing the closing meditation. Um, so he uh, speaks on topics ranging, ranging from relationships and the law of attraction to life purpose and past histories. He's a natural medium and a minister of metaphysics, and he's chosen to devote his life to working with healing energy. And he's currently working on his PhD in metaphysical count. Uh, counseling. And he has a podcast. So I know you guys love podcasts, Numerology for Life. So check that out as well. So Joseph, welcome to the Path 11 podcast. Uh, thank you for having me, April. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So give me a little bit more of your background. I mean, how do you go from a former engineer, banker, and a sales manager now into, you know, this holistic world of numerology and healing and spirituality? Well, I'm going to take you a little bit backward, even more 
uh, I grew up as a uh, in a Catholic family. This Catholic family was in a Jewish neighborhood in a Muslim city. So I had a whole background of that, but I was so bored at that time. I mean, I kept telling myself, what on earth am I doing here? And I was always sitting at the beach and one at age of eight, gazing to the sun, something blurs and opened up. And I've, I've seen whole, my whole lifetime in front of me from age of eight till age of 15. And at age of 15, it's completely stopped. And I don't see any visions because they introduced girls in school. So priority changed. So <laughs> at 19, I moved, I moved to the States and I, st I started to study electrical engineering. I did a master in computer science in New York City. And uh, three months into after graduation, I quit. I said, that's not for me. I moved from uh, New York to Montreal, Canada. And in Montreal, uh, as an event happened that brought me that I have to get back to what I was seeing in, at young age. So I started uh, into the meditation. Uh, uh, I do every, all my works through meditation. And um, then somebody presented me with a book of uh, numerology. And I don't like to read because every time I open four or five pages of any book, I sleep. So and I. So I put the, the book under my, my pillow, and at the same time, uh, I went into a meditation. I find out that I have several lifetimes I was doing numerology. So I started to download it, and I brought it that way. Now, I started as a physical healer, <clears throat> which is uh, more everything I do from a healing perspective as a physical healer, and I was trained completely by my guides. And after that, uh, I, I realize that sometimes we have a problem with some people that having uh, the, the uh, we, we can give them the healing, but then the, something comes back. So what happened is I asked my God, what, why this symptom is coming back? And very interesting, they told me, we need to take care of the subconscious. We need to, to look into different things. So I downloaded at that time, uh, the soul agreement. And I start working with the soul agreement and I start working with the uh, uh, mental emotional healing. And, and I realized that could be the key that where it's all started. And I start working with my system at that point for the last 30 years. And it is a system that is very much in sync with the 5D consciousness that is already in, in our, our surrounding. So there is nothing by mistake there is nothing by coincidence. And eventually, when you came into this lifetime, there was no instruction manual coming with you. So everybody was guessing who you might be, who you are, and everything around that. But there was no, no instruction manual. So, and we need to learn about ourselves by starting to go into our blueprint. What is my blueprint can, can say about me? And how can I move and do things uh, from that perspective? So it's all related through our four pillars that I work closely with, which is the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual, and bringing some harmony between each other. Okay. So with the blueprint, um, how do we begin to question that within ourselves? Can you walk me through a little bit of that, um, maybe personally, <clears throat> and trying to figure out maybe 
who I am. I mean, yes. clearly I'm connected with knowing that I am a healer in this lifetime and probably have been in past lifetimes. Um, I feel very drawn and know that I'm connected to a larger purpose of the consciousness system with the platforms that I have. I know a little bit about numerology and I know that I'm a number nine from what I've been told by other numerologists, which is the number of completion. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so then how do I dive a little bit deeper into maybe understanding my blueprint? Okay. Now, your date of birth determine your pass into this lifetime, what you meant to be doing, what, what on earth we have, we're coming here to present ourselves to the world. We're all coming to serve in whatever capacity or form or shape. So that's no doubt from that. Now, all our, the whole humanity, and some neurologists won't agree with me about that, but it is that this is where the problem with, for many of us. We get into a career, we get into a, things that we enjoy doing, but our purpose in this lifetime is to be happy, joyful, and fulfilled. And you can tell me how many are happy, joyful, and fulfilled in the four elements. Because if you have a table that has four legs, if you have one leg out of those this table, how is your table? Upsided, <laughs> <laughs> so, crooked. Upsided <laughs> completely. So you have some challenges that comes from your date of birth. Now, in, from your name, it determines your personality, your karma here, what you meant to be having as lesson and experiences into your life. And those will determine a lot of facet of knowledge about yourself. Even if we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, like, for example, if uh, from 30 years doing thousands of uh, people from uh, 53 countries eventually and uh, many background of culture even, I realized one thing. There is a lot of people at this time with a, with a problem with the five vibration. And five vibration is about sexuality as part of it. And that's something because five is about freedom also. So they're all connected, they're all related. Now for your nine life paths, for your nine life paths, you have two tasks to do from the nine. It is about completion, but there is two tasks that your soul would love to, for you to do. The first one is your soul doesn't want you to keep hanging over the agreements that you signed up with, doesn't want you to keep hanging over uh, the karma, the lessons, all of what happened in the past wants you to completely close that because your soul wants to come back into brand new experiences in the future. So once this is why you have the nine, it's the end of situation to start something new. So, But the task on the physical is you who have to, to, to take that in your hand to fix it. Now, the second part of you, uh, you're very much into being a uh, humanitarian you're here to empower people you're here to as, as be with people and help them in whatever form or shape but at the same time you have lots of compassion but you have to put compassion first in you before you give it away to everybody else because if you're driving a car and you're on an empty tank it won't take you too far right you know, and, and, and you might have brought with you a little bit of self-doubt sometimes, and and you might have been executed before. This is my, sometimes you might have questioning maybe your healing gifts or how you're doing your gift. You have so many questions or 
you're not wanting to see the answer even because it has a bad result memory from a past life that is still running into your system. Mm, interesting. Because we, we everything would happen in, for us in this lifetime, it has a background from a past lifetime. I don't care to see the past lifetime. I need to fix this life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People go and waste their time into the past lifetime, but you're still a mess in this life. We need to fix this one. It will take care of the past life. Mm. So we have to go in a, in a different way to look into it. And that's where, you know, because you came with, with a, uh, we didn't came with the instruction manual. So your parents didn't know about the instruction manual, who you are, what you are. They start proposing, oh, April is this way or that way, according to who? According to what? And, and you're supposed to go this way and then everybody took in you that way. And then you got lost in between the translation between what you're meant to be doing. Now I have to come back all the way back to center myself and align myself with my soul because that will help, will help me to, uh, to move for, uh, further away from everything else. And this is where we, we have to, to start understanding our blueprint, where we came from, and how we can manage back and put back on track. Because whatever you learned before, 20 years before you left home, whatever you learned, most of it are illusional. So you have to release those things and to, in order, otherwise you always hang into a matrix that is keeping you not to play your full game. And that's you, where we start playing the smaller part of us. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, uh, who am I to do that? Why am I doing this? And and we start bringing all of these questions. And especially if you had a little bit of self-doubt coming from the childhood uh, oh, and a uh, little bit of lack of trust in yourself or in the universe. And that's where we start. We need to learn to manage all of these together. And it doesn't take much to do that. And And healing is not a life process, by the way. It's not a life sentence. We can clear our healing in a very short period of time. Yeah, you bring up so many great points. I mean, you're right. Like within the first 20 years, uh, there's so many labels that were given, right? Just, you know, from growing up, like you said, our parents kind of describing us who we are, what our personality is like, or, oh, she's shy, or, oh, this one's rambunctious, or, you know, then we mm-hmm. go through structured school. And then as teenagers, mm-hmm. we're trying to find our identity. And we, same thing as we're moving into our 20s. And, you know, I see, um, you know, a lot of people in my practice that eventually come to me because they say, I don't know who I am anymore. Can you help mm-hmm. me find out who who I am? I have to get back to me. I mean, that's a phrase I've heard mm-hmm. so many times. And so mm-hmm. that's very similar to exactly what you're saying. They're really trying it with is. your wording. They're trying to find their blueprint. You know, I, I, I had so many clients that they're coming to me to learn about their identity, who they are, and especially moms, by the way. Yes. Especially moms, because moms have been all their life taking care of the kids, taking care of everything else. And the kids now left to school, they're by themselves, then they wonder, who am I? Even their husband call them mom. So it's <laughs> like they lost into the translation of it. They don't know who they, who they are any longer because they lost their identity. And that's where you have to bring them back into the track and to getting them to see their blueprint and start identify with it. 
and then they can start picking up the, the steam from there and take it to any level they want to take it. Yeah, um, I'd like to just uh, pick your brain a little bit, too, about the name, because uh, you said that our name means something as well. And um, I've always, you know, for the most part, liked my name. I used to get teased because it's a month and people would say, oh, April, May, June, July. Oh, April isn't here yet. April showers bring May flowers. I mean, I've heard it all. Right. And I'm born <laughs> in April. So people are like, oh, were you named April because you're born in April? And no, that's not the story. My mom, when she was a student teacher in Arizona on a reservation, fell in love with a beautiful student. And she was a young girl and her name was April. And so she said, if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to name her April this this um, beautiful student that was on this Indian reservation. So that's how my name came to be. My middle name is Anne, which um, my great-grandmother had chosen for St. Anne because she's very spiritual. And my last name is Hannah, which is my father's. So April Anne Hannah flows pretty nicely. And um, I remember when I had, uh, back in the day, got married um, to my first husband there, people, my friends were grieving my name, that I changed my name. They're like, oh, my God, I just know you as April Hannah. And like they really had a hard time with it. Are you sure you want to change your name? You know, we just love your name. And I was, you know, it was kind of thought it was like a little strange. Like, why are people attached to my name? Like, what's the big deal? Like, isn't this what you're supposed to do? Just take your husband's last name. And and that just never really felt right to me, you know, um, and clearly that marriage had ended and I got my name back. And my friends again were like, I'm so glad you're April Hannah again. And I was like, wow, this is like just a little weird. I don't know. But um, so what is it about our name? Because I've heard, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that they say that we choose our names and we whisper it in our parents' ears. And I, and that's about as far as I've gone with that. I've never had anyone really talk about that or is that how do we know if that's true? So what's the power behind the name? And how do you think we get these names in this lifetime? Your name is everything. If your life going in, a, in a nowhere, check your name. Because you have sometimes uh, a middle name that you don't use. Because if you don't use it, then you lose it. Hmm. So everything you don't use, any letter you add, you subtract it become different vibration. I don't advise women to have their husband's name because you already know yourself in one way. Why you want to mix yourself with something you don't know where you're going? Because what happened every time you change your name, your character, your personality, your experiences, everything changes with it. Now, for the better or for the worse. So if you have more than one marriage, if you adopted both times the husband's name, you notice your experience went this way in, in that name and it went that way in that name because of the name change. Because every every letter in your name, now in your case, if I take April, uh, I just calculated uh, a minute ago, and if I put your name without the N, your name as it is, you have a missing two, four, and six. So if, I, if you adopted a husband's name with doesn't have the two, four, and six, you didn't gain nothing from them. But if they have the two, four, and six, then they're trying to improve you. Otherwise, you might lose some of the letters from your name, then you, you lost, because like in Hannah, you have two, eight. If the husband doesn't have the eight, then you lost the eight, then you'll, and eight is about money, power, and achieving recognition. And then this is when you start having this self-sabotage, when, uh, uh, just to avoid the, the, uh, become workaholic, 
just to avoid dealing with things. And you might have a small, tiny fear of using your power because you're afraid of your power. So if you lost that eight, so everything in the name will change the direction completely in our life. Now, in your name right now, you have a missing two, four, and six. Now, for April, with the two, two is, a, is not an easy vibration. It's not at all as an easy vibration. It's, it's a humanity problem, to be honest. Because if we, if we don't have a name problem, we don't have divorces, to be honest. Because eight is about relationships. So it, it's all about relationships. It started when, how was your relationship with your parents? How was your relationship with your friends, teachers, co-workers later, personal relationship? And if you have kids, your own kids. So how you handle people, how you allow people to dictate the outcome of your life. So this is where the two. So because you have a gigantic heart, but doesn't mean everybody has to walk over your heart just because you're nice or you're kind. So it is your responsibility from that aspect to have a clear sense of boundaries, clear sense of limits, and you need to learn to say no to people. Because at the early stage, you used to say yes to everybody just to please them, or you, you're just going to keep uh, feeling uh, connected with people, or you want to do it just to keep peace. But as that peace was put on your expense or not on your expense, because two, their biggest uh, a problem, which is an opportunity to grow, is their oversensitivity. And the moment they have an oversensitivity, they can easily can be persuaded to become a doormat or, or a victim to other people. But that's one part of your experience that you need to see if you can be aligning yourself into managing. Now, is N with, with E or without E? It's with an E. Uh, and an e. the last name ends with an H. Some people spell it without the H at the end, but mine has an H at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it in your email at, at one point. That's why I took it from the email. Uh, this is, uh, but this is where you have that aspect. Now you have the missing four. Four is about your four pillars: mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So you might have an imbalance into growing up into your family. Now. One possibility, you might have a divorce in the family. If that happened, then it might go to, to divorce in you if you didn't fix the problem from early stage. Because we always model things because we need to understand how my mom and dad felt if they, when they did the divorce. So I need to model it myself in order to feel it myself. And we, we do things we can, because it's a law of attraction. We keep attracting similarity until we learn our lesson. And what we attract usually is the feeling that behind uh, the experience. How mom and dad made you feel, if you didn't address those feelings, then you're going to attract it in different people that they're going to be around you because I need to understand that lesson. I need to, you know, so I, I keep attracting. And you, you hear people, sometimes they used to say, uh, it feels like I'm dating my mom or I'm dating my dad. You're not dating your mom or dad. You're dating the feelings that mom and dad left in you. And you now you see it in the person you're dating. Mm. It's keep reminding you of them. And that's what's happening. So this is with the four. So you need to learn how to balance your mental, emotional, physical, uh, and spiritual, and bring some stability into them at whatever uh, phase of it. So that's mean anything from childhood has to go. You cannot keep dragging it with you because you're going to keep attracting it. 
So this is where in, in my healing program, I completely unplug everything from the past. We don't need it. And that will take taken care also of the all the past life. Because once we unplug, it doesn't mean you, you're not going to speak with the people. We're unplugging the old nonsense that we used to have between each other. As I say it in my public speak, speaking, when, when you're just coming into this life, the first thing you do, you open your eyes and then you look to everybody and you, then you start crying. And when you look to everybody, it's not you again. I'm coming again to be with, with the same crowd that I used to be in a past lifetime. This is why we cry. So in, in that sense, because it's familiar energies. We, we know that I've been with my parents maybe for 10 lifetimes. I've been doing the same thing. One time I am their kid, one time they are, uh, I am their kid. So we keep doing the same process until we learn and we release that uh, aspect of our pattern and then we can solve the whole problem. Now, so this is why it's very essential to have the stability for you, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual in order to have the balance for you. But the, then you have the six. Six is about healing, but it is missing from you. Now, six is about family. That's mean you have to close any, anything with the family because it's too much pattern and you are in mind. That's mean I need to end that situation in my life. It has to be done. And it doesn't take much to close everything because it's so simple. I do it in a 14 week program even. So it's not like it's that complicated. But with the six, also, it is about the healing. Now, if it's missing in your life, that's mean you might have in a previous lifetime the, the feeling or the sensation of being uh, executed, mistakenly doing healing while they, everybody thought you've been doing witchcraft. And we, in our lifetime today, there's many of us, they went through that experience. So we keep coming as a healer, you know, so you have to disconnect yourself from that feeling. If you have those feelings and if you feel that you have a question mark around your healing practice, you have questions that why am, you know, can I trust this? Can I do this? Can I, you know, so you, you always have kind of hesitation because I don't want to get executed again in the back of the mind, in the subconscious. So that's part of a small experience, it's not much. And if you wanna know if you've been executed, you will see how many lines you have on, 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 on the neck. Because each line, that means there was an execution. Some people, they have many lines, some people, they have one or two visible, but uh, we have different uh, type of uh, uh, showing. This is when I, when I do psychosomatic therapy, uh, or psychosomatic numerology that I created by merging psychosomatic therapy and numerology and how it affects the body and the chakra with our vibrations that we're having hold. So the two and four and six, for example, if we take them into the chakras, two and six is your heart chakra. So you might have a wall around the heart to protect yourself. And one of your experience also that you need to get out from the back seat and start being in the front seat. But if the memory too strong for you, for the six that have been executed, so you might choose to stay in the back seat, play safe, or keep playing small. But that's not you're here for. You're here for the bigger 
aspect of things and and you're here to shine differently but sometimes if we never process and release the past it keep hunting us in our future as when dyer he have one quote on that uh, somehow uh, i read it a long time ago so this is where the six can can uh, help you empower more your business if you if you address it properly because it is something that can make a difference for you in the future yeah, I mean, you validated everything. Um, absolutely. I mean, I had to work a lot to find my no and say no to people. Um, so boundaries, 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 right? So worked on that. Uh, my parents did divorce when I was one. And, um, you know, my mom really struggled in relationships as well. So I could see that pattern. And uh, the energy of her with struggling with addiction and alcoholism, um, you know, my first husband was an alcoholic. So it wasn't like I was dating my mom but dating the energy mm -hmm. of what i knew you know to be yeah. and um you know What's she familiar yeah exactly exactly and uh yeah and the healing i think you know with being a traditional mental health therapist um and then moving into this healing world uh there was a really large period of time where i was afraid to say that i did reiki or that i was a reiki master and well how will i be looked at coming out of the clinical world and you know i'm doing all of this you know psychic intuition stuff and healing work um so there was you know fear based around that mm -hmm. and still kind of like dividing myself from that now you're going to have me going around looking at everybody's neck and counting people's <laughs> lines and seeing um and it's it's so interesting that you say that because i've seen a lot of clients that will come to me and they're very interested in becoming healers or they will take like hundreds of trainings and they will read thousands of books, but they will never take the leap to go in because, mm -hmm. and I think it's for that same fear factor that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And that can be released in no time. Yeah. In no time. It can be released in no time. Even now I, I do the release into painting, you know, so I take, when we do the meditation, we get the feeling, whatever it is. And then I will invite everybody to purge those feelings into a painting and let it be out of their system. And then you start seeing the changes that start to take place for them. And it's like they, they're completely opening, opening up because the, the patterns will continue on passing by from me all my life. And I even pass them to the next generation from me because it is always, I'm living in that pattern. And that pattern, I need to break it at one point in order to stop it. If I'm doing the calculation from all your ancestry up to you, you're going to find all the same number missing everywhere because it's the same pattern. So you might be the great-great-grandmother coming now in you. And if you see your great-grandmother, if you have the details of her, you will see yours are the same. That's been you're repeating the same lifetime of your great-grandmother. And we keep coming back and coming back until we learn the lessons that we need to learn. It's a fascinating how we, what we find out about ourselves if we've done the numerology proper, proper, uh, in a proper way. Because for me, I call it blueprint numerology for the one reason. I don't do predictions for anybody. Because the number one question everybody asked me in the past is said, what is my destiny? So I wondered why you don't know what's your destiny if you already signed a soul agreement with your soul to represent your soul here, you should have all the blueprint, whatever you're supposed to be doing. But I realized that people are stuck behind certain experiences from their past 
and this is where they need to let it out of out of their system in order to be free and that's where the freedom is uh, coming into our 5d consciousness at this moment that's going to shake up many of us to the core of us and i've been uh, and it's going to touch in the from the beginning of the year until now it's going to start to touch the practitioner the healers uh, the coaches whatever type of modality that we play that affect with people is going to touch us first the 5d if we still have things missing it's going to come to us first to shake us because once it's going to hit the masses we need enough healers to be able to handle the masses and that's why it's kind of uh, from the beginning of the year i've been receiving a lot of practitioners a lot of uh, healers i don't know what's happening in my life i said you have to clear up your backpack because you have in your backpack so many stuff into it that you lost track of keep moving with it uh, further uh, ahead and start doing whatever you meant to be doing into this lifetime. So only we keep repeating patterns and we think we are doing things for our purpose, but eventually your purpose is to be happy, joyful and fulfilled. If you don't have those, and you have your table with four legs, not three legs, not two legs. It has to be four legs. Otherwise, it won't sustain you to stay for a longer period of time. Wow, I love this perspective. I mean, you're making me look at uh, numerology in a totally different way. You know, I love this concept of the blueprint and looking it up to detach from it, to leave it. And I, I think sometimes when I've gone to a numerologist before, I've interviewed a couple for the podcast, it's always about, yeah, like, okay, so what's my number and what am I supposed to do in this lifetime? You know, but I mm -hmm. think, like you said, really recognizing those patterns and clearing it up. And I never knew that you could find numbers in in letters, I guess. In, in oh, big time. Yeah, big time. I never everything, knew that. Everything vibration. Everything vibration. Look, I studied electrical engineering. And in electrical engineering, we, we study energy, vibration, and frequency. And we used to measure it. This is what I use in numerology. And when I studied computer science, programming, deprogramming, changing the code, and this is what I do in my healing. By reformat the command and change it to something else. By helping my clients to learn about choosing the right choices instead of choosing the old patterns. Makes sense. <laughs> so I didn't study for no reason. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think your background just it gives another dimension to you and where you're able to kind of hold these concepts in both like the left brain and the right brain and kind of, you know, like put them together. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. So, and I would never tie numerology with sexuality. I don't know why, but I just, I, I and so I, what's the connection? I don't know. Like it's wow. a huge connection. Yeah. So what does it mean? Cause I have, I've it's never a, talked about this before. Okay. The, the vibration that is for sexuality is basically coming from the five vibration. Five vibration is about freedom, but it's freedom from family, freedom from culture, freedom from religion, freedom from your way of thinking that doesn't support you any longer, freedom from uh, negative people around you, freedom from your unnecessary responsibilities, and freedom from all your fears. Now, the bad things with the five is self-indulgence, because self-indulgence is a negative five. And part of the negative five in the self-indulgence is very simple. Uh, some of the self-indulgence, there's more, much more. 
uh, gambling, drinking, smoking, drugs, overeating or undereating, over sex or under sex, over shopping or under shopping, over exercising or under exercising, anything we do too much of it or too little of it to keep us avoiding what we need to work on ourselves for whatever it is, is called self-indulgence. Now, in the, in the sex, uh, sex world, in the people who do prostitution or uh, getting into uh, the movie industries and, uh, from, uh, from the sexual side, I did a study on it when I used to live in Montreal, and I had the opportunity to do it at that time, and most 98% were fives. Wow. And the reason for that is basically because sexuality become an escape. Sexuality become our escape against the system. So we, we, we revolt against it. So if we're doing it that way, that's negative, still negative. Now, five in psychosomatic numerology is the sacral chakra. And your sacral chakra is about your sensuality, sexuality, procreation, relationships, and creativity, and much more. So if you have a blocked sexual chakra, the sacral chakra, if you have it blocked, that means you can have sex, but you don't feel it. It become mechanics. But because you have, you came from a maybe a, a religious background that they shamed sexuality. You came from a background that uh, uh, they said is not good to ha to be uh, involved before you get married or whatever it is the uh, uh, the excuses that been given to anybody and we all get programmed to shrink that chakra. Now, if you, if you have your sacral chakra closed, technically speaking, you're not alive because your, your sacral chakra is your life. It's all the energy goes there. If you have a heart a problem in the heart, everything goes into the sacral chakra after you address the heart. So that energy into the sacral, you always need to empty it even. Because it's it contains, I call it a, a reservoir. We, we if I'm dealing with my healing, if we don't empty that reservoir constantly after the the healing, all the emotions went down. This is why we become moody, we become grumpy. Mm -hmm. You know, I had an incident one time in in um, uh, Montreal. I was standing in IGA and. Uh, uh, it's a supermarket store, and there was one woman jumping, shouting, and in front of we were in the big line, and uh, she's not patient, and uh, she, you know, my guy said, why don't you tell her, ask her? I said, are you kidding me? You want me to get a, a, a fist on my face? I said, don't worry, don't. I said, excuse me. When's the last time you had sex? <laughs> she went completely like that. I said, she said, twelve years. I said, that's why you're grumpy. Wow. She said, but I'm Catholic. I said, yes, but there is a free free system. You can do it. But I'm Catholic. I said, I don't care if you are. I am Catholic too. <laughs> Big deal. Because you've been, for the 12 years, it depends on that marriage you've been into it, and you never resolve anything. All of these feelings are sitting in your reservoir, boiling for 12 years. 
So you're going to act it out just to, <laughs> to release something wow. because you're over, over uh, full. Yeah. So there's sense. no breathing room anymore. Mm-hmm. For you, and this is why you don't have patience. You don't have anything because it's completely overtaken the body for you. So, and everybody, this line was surprised <laughs> the whole conversation, but but at least I didn't get the first, so which was okay. Right. And uh, but this is why our sacral chakra is very essential, but it has to be used for the right reason. Because it could be we're using it to revolt against a system. Mm. If we revolt against a system, we're still doing it in a negative way. We're not empowering ourselves. And we need to bring that empowerment because we are supposed to have that chakra in a healthy way. Not, you know, because if you ask somebody, if you're making love with someone, and you're doing just the mechanic part of it, but you're not feeling it, you're missing a big boat here. Mm-hmm. Because you're out of the feeling. Right. You know what I mean? Now, unfortunately for women, because they went into 1,000 years of male domination, and they still, the male resist to let go of, of it yet, many women has to create a persona for them as bringing a lot of male energy in order to defend themselves. And that's a normal way to survive. This is about survival now. So they adopt a male energy to them in order for them to survive. But that survival, in order for them to become uh, into the high management job, they need to be in the boys club. And you can see a woman with a male energy. You can see it spotted five miles away. And you can see a woman as a female energy. You can spot it 20 miles away. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. You can see that. You can see it in their walk. You can see it in their hand, in their feet, and everywhere. Because they have to adopt it. And this is why for women, they need to let go of that male domination. Because since year 2000 to year 2999, we are into a female vibration. So the male doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so the, this is why now I'm having more clients coming to me as a male when I open their female. Ah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have yeah. a lot of women that want to get rid of their male. Makes sense, yes. You know what I mean? Because the energy doesn't support it anymore. Mm-hmm. It used to before. I need to have that protection. I need to have that comfort zone, safety that I'm I'm protected because I've been I had I had abuse. I had many different things that happened in my life. Not only about this life. We're talking for the whole many centuries because it was male domination, and we can notice it from year 2000 till now. The male still fighting to resist to let, give it out completely. Right. Now, if, if if a woman that needs to take higher positions in life, she cannot be a male woman energetically because the universe is not supporting that. Mm. So she won't win. If she's still in the boys club, she won't win. But if you have presented somebody with really, and you can tell 
a woman woman vibration you can tell it you can spot it miles away and when you see that then that can be able to have a chance to win because the 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 whole consciousness is supporting it okay Wow. You know so what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I'm talking on the different levels here. We're not only the, the human right. level that we, we might understand it, we might not understand it, but it is consciously we need to have more female as a female. It's not everybody who wears a skirt that means they're a female. Right. I get it. Yep. It's more the same of way. A, not yeah. everybody laughing, they're happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's we all put masks in front of us. Mm-hmm. And when are we going to take those masks away? And that's where we need to start identifying with our own true blueprint in order to take those masks away. Because we are living in an illusion. We think we are free, but unfortunately, we are living into an, an illusion we are free. Mm-hmm. Because we are not free. We're still trapped into a matrix. We're still trapped into things that is not allowing us to do this or to do that because of certain uh, restriction here and there. So we don't have the freedom that we all deserve to have. And the 5D consciousness is not coming to, t- to b- just bring us the, the, five d- uh, the five vibration, the freedom that we all deserve to have. It's coming also to allow us to start gaining back and uh, bringing back our free will because we lost our free will a long time ago. Mm. Yeah. And people that you see who are living joyfully happy and fulfilled, they tend to, you know, just live life to their own rhythm, right? It's like they're, they play by their own rules and they really have this air about them that they don't care what people think. And they're just constantly guided by what feels right for them. And they're Mm. really not distressed or freaking out about anything. There's not a fear that they're holding. They're just kind of like in this flow. Um, I wanted to just ask you one more question before we begin to wrap up. And I want to go back to the number five. So you're talking about the number five and what it holds for sexuality. But what if some people aren't a five, like are the people who are numerology known as fives, are they damned? Or does all humanity have a level of five vibration? Because when you were talking about, you know, when we overindulge or underindulge, I see all humans struggling with all of the above, gambling, sex, shopping, drugs, alcohol, I mean, you name it. We all can tend to move into those areas at any given point. Because it's easier, easier to go to those. Right. To diffuse our deep anger from inside. Mm-hmm. So what happened, like in your name, you have two fives. Now, if you want to strengthen your five, you need to bring an because it has another two fives. Okay. The normal in a name to have at least three fives. Three, four, five is a normal. You have two now because you don't use an all the time. Mm-hmm. So you're under. So you might have some waking up coming uh, to you from your birthday moving forward you might have some uh, you know hey april you need to do this you need you know it's like become something important that i need to clear up something because we need to start expressing you know uh, freely without having to make a scene about it mm-hmm. i don't have to be pretending i am this way just to show that i am in that you can be more doing it 
silently and you have even better result from anybody else mm. that put it on the seat in the front. Now, whoever have a destiny five that are here with the five to learn about themselves, that's been, it's, it is a repeat life because they tried in a previous lifetime to take freedom, but they weren't successful with it. So they're coming to give another trial. So in this, in this period now, this year, especially 2021, is also a five. Ah, okay. So, so it's going to help to bring that into uh, perspective that they're going to be rushed into doing something. They're going to be rushed into saying, it's time for me to be myself, to start to be free from all the older energy, from culture, religion, family, all the nonsense that is no longer supporting me. But it's not about going into talking about it. It's about taking that energy from you. Because those energy are stuck in you. Mm -hmm. So the 5D consciousness is not about we're going to have uh, something that brings us some freedom from outside. It's a freedom of our own energy. That we've been stuck for centuries with them. Mm -hmm. And sexuality is part of it. But sexuality, why we're making a big deal about it, it's part of life. But because of our old experiences, maybe it was jammed in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So we need to unjam that energy and we'll, be, we'll have it completely normal. You don't have to stress over it even. It become part of life. This is part of life. Right. You know, but you need, if it is part of life and it is the most powerful energy, by the way, because of that, at least you need to have it and you feel it. Because if you don't feel in it, then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let our listeners know how they can unblock themselves, find their blueprint with you. It sounds like you have some workshops that you offer. Um, so let our audience know, you know, if they would like to learn more about themselves, their own blueprint and work with you. How can they find you? Uh, they can go to soulvisionawakening.com. Or they can Google Google me. They can find my name everywhere. So or Facebook, uh, they can find me. I have a program called Soul to Soul Connection. Uh, in Soul to Soul Connection, it is a fourteen-week program. In that program, we go and take all the lower vibration of the feelings that we have and accumulated from our childhood, from this life, and even past lives. We do it in the fourteen weeks. And there's, in that program, there's five weeks alone. In that 14 weeks, we talk a lot about self-love because that's where we're missing the bigger picture. If you check with people how much they have self-love towards themselves, you will notice there's very minimal. Because if you if you treat yourself badly, if you've been uh, bringing pain to yourself, if you're bringing uh, diseases to your your body into anything that's been you're resisting something else and we're taking care of all of that aspect because to me disease is not a problem disease is a is a something i've been resisting so any disease we have or pain we have or keep attracting accidents it's only a pattern to for us to wake up to do something so it is a symptom i need to fix the problem where the problem came from so if you have a problem with, uh, you always have neck, shoulder, that means you're not communicating properly. You're not expressing yourself. You don't like to be seen and heard. And you're sitting in the back seat most of the time. 
So you'll have all the problem around the neck, shoulders, and uh, uh, that reflect with this throat chakra. So everything we do, it has associations with that program, and we, we release for good the whole thing. And uh, this program starting on April 13, and I have another one in May coming up for that. And also that there is another form of now for me to release is through painting also. I have one painting uh, uh, coming up in May uh, that is called Awaken the Artist Within. And eventually in that program, I don't teach art. I am awakening your gift of painting. And that's what I, what I do. I open the, the gift, we'll start releasing whatever is in your way, and then you start putting it into a canvas on your own. And you will, you will see the result is phenomenal from what it happened. And, uh, and, and, and you can see the result uh, uh, from anything that is possible. There is a lot of things that, uh, you know, if somebody would like to have a quick uh, uh, call with me, then feel free to connect with me. And I can have a conversation for half an hour and we can discuss where, where, where I can see where they are stuck. Because if things are not moving fast, that means you're stuck somewhere in it, in between. Yeah. Sign me up for all of it. <laughs> Sounds beautiful. <laughs> and uh, coincidentally enough, this uh, show is going to be airing on April 13th. So there you go. Um, and and your the art behind you is beautiful. I'm really drawn to actually two of them. Uh, so for okay. those of you who are watching this um, on Path 11 TV, um, I love the circle one behind you. And then there's a larger one that almost looks like different color post-it notes. They're kind of like squares of lots of colors. I don't know how to Which describe. Um, how do I? Is it up? Bottom? Yeah, it's long. It's a big one. And then there's okay. like the teal blue beside it and then another one. So like I'm drawn to like those two specifically. And I love I love art. But the, yeah. the, the first one is done by in a balloon. Oh. So I put a few colors and then I twisted the balloon and it's, it, it brought all different shapes, different love colors, it. different. You know, I had about four paintings like that. Uh, I've done that and I got bored. So I'm, I'm a Gemini, so I got bored faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I love I love the art and uh, everything that you're doing sounds so good. I'm fascinated now. I want to learn even more. Um, you've opened up so much for me, you know, to really think about in this episode. So I hope my listeners feel the same way. Um, it was such a pleasure to meet you. And I know that we're going to see each other again on April 18th, because again, you're presenting at the Sacred Sexual Music Festival. Numerology and sexuality is Joseph's talk. Um, and then he's also doing a closing meditation on April 18th. Uh, you guys can get your tickets at Sacred Sexual Music Festival com. There are 27 speakers at this festival. Festival conference, I keep using the words interchangeable because there's a lot of teaching, there's music, there's yoga. It is being broadcasted throughout the world virtually. Path 11 Productions is bringing it to you guys. Tickets are now on sale. If you haven't gotten your ticket, you missed all the deals, but it's only $99. So $99 for three days, 27 speakers. I mean, the schedule is jam-packed. 
take a look at the schedule. Um, you, I'm introducing you guys to so many of the presenters. We are like going to be putting out a podcast every single day, the week leading up to April 16th. So I hope to see some of you there. And um, I hope you guys reach out to Joseph Gabby because he's got some good stuff. And if anything, you saw how he read me and he doesn't even know me. And just by looking at the vibration and the numbers of my name, he's pretty spot on. So Joseph, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for having me, April. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Again, I just want to remind you, head on over to the sacredsexualmusicfestival.com website to purchase your tickets for the Sacred Sexual Music Festival, or you can visit pap11productions.com to purchase those tickets. I also want to give you a free code. Uh, this code is actually going to be for PAP11 TV. If you are listening to this podcast, you can actually watch our podcast for free on PAP11 TV, and you can start a seven-day free trial. And if you subscribe, I'd like to give you the code PODCAST30. PODCAST is all in caps, and that will give you some money off for your membership. Path 11 TV has over 100 hours of video, and you can download the app on any device. So head on over to your app store and look for the purple Path 11 TV logo. It's beautiful. I love it. And I know you're going to love it too. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take care.